Hello and welcome to the Blossoming Mommy and Baby Show with your host and founder, Jennifer Blossom. Jennifer is a doctor of occupational therapy and a modern holistic occupational therapist who's on a mission to help modern day mamas rock motherhood. Each week, you'll receive practical wellness tips, guiding you through motherhood with simplicity and ease. No more venturing maternal health alone. It's time to get your glow on, Mom. Are you ready? Good. Now here's your host, Jennifer Blossom. Hey, Mamas. It's getting cooler outside, especially up here in Alaska. And I have to ask you, how comfortable are your current maternity and nursing clothes? It's time to throw out all those itchy, scratchy, and unflattering pieces in your closet. Having comfortable, chic, and practical maternity wear is an absolute must for every blossoming mommy and baby mama. Thankfully, Kindred Bravely is here to help. I have been wearing Kindred Bravely since before I was pregnant with Brody, and I've thoroughly enjoyed multiple pieces throughout my nursing and postpartum season. Kindred Bravely's new thermal pajamas and nursing sweaters are an absolute must this season, and they are the perfect addition to your winter wardrobe to keep you warm, fashionable, and functional this year. Thermal pajamas and nursing sweaters are my new favorite pieces, girls. They're super comfortable and soft, and they are oh so feminine. Cozy up with your coffee or tea, nurse if you need to, and enjoy the functionality and the design of these new pieces for your pregnancy, nursing years, and beyond. Moms, I love Kindred Bravely, and I know that you will too. Go to kindredbravely.com and use code BLOSSOM for 20% off your order today. Some exclusions may apply. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Blossoming Mommy and Baby Show. Today, we are joined by the lovely Pamela Miles, and we're talking all about kindness meditation. So Pamela is a midwife, and she provides guidance and inspiration for women all over the world, cultivating self-love and really talking about relationships, health, careers, all the things. So Pamela, good morning, and welcome to the show. Good morning, Jenny. I can hear your beautiful baby in the background. It makes me smile. Oh, you know what? This is mom life at its finest. So we just have him in the office today and we are so, so happy to have you here, Pam. Do you go by Pam or Pamela? Either one. You know, when email came around, I started to become Pamela just because my last name was Miles and um, it was easier. So I love it either way. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I would love if you could really open us up today, telling our audience more about who you are, where you're from and what you do. Well, I'm so happy to be on the show. Thank you so much, Jenny, for inviting me. And first of all, I just want to say I am this month the 40th anniversary of my first baby being born. Oh my so gosh. I am, <laughs> Yay. I, am I, I know I am celebrating all month, remembering what it wow. was like to be pregnant 40 years ago Damn. in the summer. Oh, this is what it's being taped. And wow. that was the entree to obviously a whole new life for me. And it changed my life. I, from there, I was invited to be, um, attendant at a friend's birth. 
And the midwives at the birth were so impressed. They said, you know what, if you became a childbirth educator, we would definitely lead uh, people into your direction to have them, uh, you accompany them as a spiritual midwife. So I became a childbirth educator, a yoga instructor. I attended home and hospital births for years. And I helped women basically transition into motherhood. Now where you're so you are so focused on the mother and helping her in all these aspects. Well, imagine 40 years ago, this was a whole different world. It was so um so much more person to person and we didn't have the reach that you do nowadays. So my business was completely from uh just the experience of having a birth, getting my education and training in the more detailed about things and ways that I could connect with women. And it was all about nourishing their relationship with themselves and with self-care. That was something that I found so important. It is so important. And we really hone in on self-care today. I think you said it beautifully, Pam, that transition into motherhood. I think so many moms can lose themselves in motherhood. So in your line of work, which by the way, I can't even imagine like 40 years ago, you'd like, here I am fresh to the seven month old, like Pam, help me. But just like all your experience is just amazing. So in your line of work, have you seen or do you see moms lose themselves? Is that a common theme for moms today? Oh, this has been true forever, Jenny. That's one of the things that's yeah. so fascinating to share with you is that in 40 years, it's not, I mean, just like it was, you know, maybe even 40 years before that. But I will say that what's happened is that we've become thirsty for community because we've lost that sense of community. So you are providing this online community and all these resources for women to tap in no matter where they are in the world. And I just think that's awesome. But this, the thirst for community has always been there and sharing. This is what women have done forever. This is the yes. only way we've been able to do this. Yes. Why do you think that community is so important and so necessary? Well, as you know, your experience of giving birth, there's so much attention when you're pregnant on you and your body, right? And so there's all this attention every, you know, at the at the final day month, it's every week you're going in and someone's, you know, talking to you about your health and your wellness. And then you have the baby and then it's like, all right, see you in six weeks what do you do? You go home with this right. newborn or you have the baby at home and you are alone in your home with this newborn baby. And the two of you have to navigate, you know, how to do this whole thing, let it go alone, how to get some sleep and take good care of your, you know, eating well and taking care of yourself. Community is so, so key. And that's where I know in um, so many of your podcasts, you refer to your spiritual community that you uh, foster and that you have found so much support from in your life. Not everyone has that. And so it's wonderful that you've been able to provide people with this uh, support of a community of people going through this transition time. And I just find that this is just the way we've always been. And now we have to find new and unique ways to satisfy yes. this thirst for community. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much for your kind words and encouragement. I just, thank you. It means a lot to my heart. Um, I really want to tap in, Pam, to your expertise of self-care practices and then kindness meditation. But before we get to kindness meditation, can you tell us some basic self-care practices that you do in your work for your mamas and maybe some tips that our moms can do today if our moms are like, wow, I've, I have noticed this, you know, when I got home from 
giving birth and it's like all, all glamorous online, but when it's actual reality, it can be a lonely journey. So what are some self-care tips that you have for our mamas who maybe feel lost in this area? Well, first of all, I have a under, from my experience in life that I've found that if I make the morning, I win the day. So okay, I know okay, that, got to unpack that. <laughs> okay, so I know that often as a new mom, you're awakened in the middle of the night, three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, whatever. That feels like the middle of the night for you because you may not have had you know all your rest. But whenever it is that you then consider it your morning, right? That you've woken up at, and it could be at three o'clock in the morning, and you're tending to your baby, and then you put them back to sleep, and you have those precious moments, the first thing that I suggest women do is just breathe. Like literally, you can take a timer on your phone, make it one minute and sit or stand and close your eyes and just breathe. Just be for one minute in your body. You can do a body scan, you can do, uh, you know, some type of just relaxation, breathing techniques, there are all these things that you can find resources for that. And I share specifically with my clients, you know, when they have an interest in a certain area. But I'm just saying that the most important thing you need to do each day is just get in your body, get in your self as a soul. So important. And we often look to external factors and are so, quote unquote, busy in our lives that we neglect that intuition and being in tune with our body. So I love that you said that. And there's also all kinds of like meditation apps and stillness apps that can, for people like me who have a hard time focusing and slowing down, um, can gently guide us. Now, you talked a little bit about a body scan. What is a body scan? So a body scan, and again, the reason I say set your timer for one minute, because you will not believe how long that one minute can be if you are literally, like you're saying, Jenny, you have difficulty sitting or staying still for one minute. So for some people, you're absolutely right. Using some form of a guided meditation or a, a practice of focus is helpful. And a body scan is as simple. And seriously, you can do this with your eyes open too. Do not think that you have to close your eyes and sit and cross legged or something to do this. But a body scan is literally just going from the tips of your toes to the top of your head and look, you know, kind of internally looking at like, how do my toes feel? Can I feel the the pressure on the floor? Can I feel where my little toe meets the floor? Where does my ankle, how does that rest? How does that feel? You just literally go up every single part of your body as much as you want and as in-depth as you want. And you just say to yourself, how do I feel? How does that feel? Some people incorporate a tensing and releasing. You may have learned that in your um, childbirth education preparation. You can use so many of the tools. This is one of the reasons that I was so easily able to go from being a childbirth educator to a life midwife, because you can don't forget those tools that you learned that helped you to induce relaxation, to enjoy your body, and to learn about the process of what your body was going to go through. All those things that you learned in childbirth education, bring it into your life now. Don't forget those tools. So a body scan is just that same thing. It's just scanning your body, paying attention. And then if you want to do the tensing and releasing, like they taught in childbirth education, it's tensing and then releasing that body. And it will really help you. 
Yeah. I, we, Pam, we do this in therapy. So I work as an occupational therapist two days a week and I do aquatic therapy and we have this, um, one method modality of treatment called traction. And we literally do, well, when I do it for our patients, I do a whole body scan. So we work on releasing muscles from the top of our head down to our feet. And it is so profound to see the patients just go through traction and really focusing on you know, the internally visualizing their muscles and different compartments in their body and relaxing and releasing those muscles, you can just see just the tension just come off their face. And so it's really cool to see in the water for my patients, but for mamas, why and how is it beneficial to have that body scan? Um, and then how many times a day should they be doing it? Well, you know, I think the idea of a body scan, especially if you can just try and do it once in the morning, will help you ground yourself in your body. You know, we spend so much time in our heads, right? Even even social media is a very heady place to spend time. You're reading, you're processing things through your intellect. And when you do a body scan or you do some form of focus on yourself, you ground yourself in the present moment without any distractions, which tends to bring you from your heart from your head to your heart. I agree. And our, like you said, our world is so noisy. Even if we think we're not being distracted, that little palm pilot, that little phone in your hand can really cause you to be kind of dissociated from your body and your thoughts and your mind. So that's just a great mindful tip. Now, segueing onto mindfulness, we're talking today in depth about kindness meditation. So Pam, can you tell us what it is and how we can incorporate this practice into our life as mamas? Well, this is something that I think is so, so powerful. And um, so many people have found that doing this loving kindness meditation, now there are all different kinds of scripts. And I actually encourage people to look online. There are resources. You can just Google loving kindness meditation and find one that works for you or write your own. Obviously, this is something that's so simple and it's easy to, to create for yourself. But the idea is that first you start with yourself and you, it's basically like a prayer that you wish for yourself the experience of being held in loving kindness. And then you wish yourself peace. And you wish, in the loving kindness that I share on my website, I share, you know, that you accept yourself as you are and that you experience the natural joy of being alive. So, um, again, like it's three or four simple lines that you first start wishing for yourself. And then you get in your mind's eye, you consider someone that you love, that you know you would love to wish this for them. And you imagine that person and you wish this same four, three or four lines for them. And then you reach it out maybe to someone that you only casually know or, or to a person in your, you know, that you've never met before and you wish it for another person. And what this has been able, you know, and it's a very short practice, like it could take like 30 seconds. It doesn't take a long time. But what it does is it puts you in a place of grounding yourself first, then having in mind someone that you love and having this prayer for them, and then 